0: Welcome to the Black Mind Garden, the podcast that helps you remap your mind and retrain your brain and be more flexible and fluent in your life. This podcast is about planting new seeds that help you remap your mind so that you can master your inner voice, expand your listening and communication, and produce unimaginable results in your life. I am your host, Dr. Maisha. Hey, Have you ever thought about learning NLP or hypnosis or even being a coach? Even if you simply learn the skills of coaching, it could come in handy everywhere and in every area of your life. Our Mind Remapping NLP coach training will give you mastery over language, helping you to improve your confidence, communication, coaching, and leadership. So if you're committed to removing unconscious blocks so you can consciously elevate your performance in every area of life. Join our next training. Schedule and training interest call at remapmymind.today. That's remapmymind.today. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. You know, I have been in these conversations about the difference between trauma-aware, uh, trauma-sensitive, trauma-informed, trauma-responsive for um for the last few weeks. And I wanted to just come in and make that distinction today. So, you know, we know that the idea of, of becoming is one that um, is a growing movement. And I think it's a very important movement. So, you know, we hear a lot more people speaking about trauma, speaking about its impact, not only at the individual level, but at the level of relationship, the level of group, the level of community, and even at the level of organization. And so we're seeing, especially in uh, inside of initiatives for, for equity, for health equity, for equity in education, for inclusion, belonging, diversity, and justice to really bring in more trauma-informed approaches. Um, But as I'm going through this process of, of um, doing the course, that distinction keeps coming up over and over again. You know, what is the difference between being aware, being trauma sensitive, being trauma informed and being trauma responsive. And as I, you know, come into the, 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 the study of the you know teaching of and and the more and more that i am going into the world of trauma it's it's important to distinguish this for the people that i teach the people that um you know i train and so we'll start with being trauma aware it's the first step so trauma that this 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 is a journey and i and i like to often um talk about things inside of a journey because oftentimes inside of the um culture that we are in and and particularly in cultures of oppression, it's always about the destination. And, you know, I always talk about if you follow me, if you listen to the podcast, I talk about personal development being a mountain with no time. So when I think about the the journey of trauma, Of being trauma informed and trauma responsive, it starts somewhere. And there's always going to be sort of integration and and continued learning. So I think I want to start with that. And so I think when we become trauma aware, we begin to understand the nature of trauma we begin to understand what it is exactly and what it is not and what what it gets mistaken for and i teach a lot about that when i talk in organizations like trauma responses and trauma can be mistaken for a lot of things and therefore the response to that can be also just as harmful as the experience of trauma itself and create more trauma create more harm and so being aware of, of trauma, like what it is, what it looks like, what um, the fact that, that most of us are in some way, form or fashion informed or, or have experienced trauma in our life, I think that's a, a very important in that, that trauma aware process, like just understanding and beginning to have the lens of, you know, there's some, there's some glasses over here and when you put them on, you say, oh, that's what that is and then we start to move into being trauma sensitive so understanding that um there are people who are informed by or who are influenced who have who have experienced trauma who have that experience of and have these responses, we can begin to interact with people in a different way with a new understanding. You know, so you have these glasses and you put them on and you, you're aware, and then it creates a different listening from which you can respond differently. Right. And oftentimes, you know, there's a an overlap. Between being trauma sensitive and trauma informed, because as you begin to, um, as you begin to be more sensitive to it, you move into this awareness, this sensitivity. Then you're the typically the next step is to begin to acquire skills and things that you can skills and things that you can do applications. In how do you interact with? the person who may be informed by trauma the person who may be activated by trauma the person who um may have recently experienced trauma how do you interact with that person in a way that um mitigates harm that doesn't cause more harm and also you know because i think it's important to understand that there are things that we can do You know, we talk about, talk a lot about, you know, the stress trauma continuum, right? So when does stress become toxic? When does toxic stress become trauma? We talk about that spectrum. How then can you make stressful, can you prevent stressful events from becoming toxic stress from becoming events that land as trauma? Right. So this is when we're beginning to move into trauma responsiveness, that sort of prevention. So we have this awareness. And and as you can see, as I even as I, I I'm, I'm describing the journey, there's a lot of crossover. There's a lot of integration. None of this is mutually exclusive. And I think it's so important to understand is that the journey doesn't happen like chop, 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 right? The journey happens on a spectrum. So there's this awareness and sensitivity of it. And then we begin to acquire and learn the skills of of interaction, of communication, of responsiveness. The other thing that we learn is like when when we ourselves are impacted, when we ourselves are having our own trauma responses, what does that feel like? What does that look like? How can we then monitor and moderate our own um spaces when we ourselves are becoming activated so what are the emotional regulation tools what are the emotional fluency tools that can help us when we're in spaces where we're 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 experiencing that toxic stress that we can begin to move it back into tolerable and and healthy stress and so when we move from trauma, that's that's the space of being trauma informed. And when we move into trauma responsiveness, we're looking at how do we like knowing that trauma trauma can be in the background. Knowing that there's this continuum, there's a spectrum from which healthy stress can go right into trauma without the resources, without the um, the recovery, the respite, the support. Knowing that how do how does an organization How does a a company, how does a family, how does a unit or a community begin to look at what are the uh, structures in place that can create supports, that can create resources, that can create um, structures that actually help to mitigate or prevent things like toxic stress, things like you know, or can move it, or begin to move it, move it backwards, move it from toxic stress back to tolerable stress, and to be able to prevent um, the actual trauma from, from actually from from happening itself. So that I think is is the difference. And I think that why it's so important to move through that journey, not just as an individual, I think I I, I love empowering individuals as as you well know you know, through this journey of being trauma-informed and trauma-responsive as an individual, and especially like for those of y'all who are coaches out there, who are therapists, who are leaders, it's important to have it as the individual skills of trauma, being trauma-informed and trauma-responsive. And the other piece around being trauma-informed and trauma-responsive is normalizing, normalizing spaces that are designed to prevent and to mitigate trauma, normalizing training for staff, for um, colleagues, for leaders, normalizing that we know that trauma happens like that. There is no avoiding that in a lot of spaces uh, in the world, like out in the world, right, because there's a lot of vicarious, vicarious um things that are happening that can cause trauma. So knowing that, how do you create a space in your organization? How do you create trainings that actually begin to prevent these things from happening? And I think that is why being on this this journey of of being trauma-informed and trauma-responsive, that's why it's so important for the organization. That's why it's so important for educators. That's why it's so important for community organizations, where all of this is happening, so that is um, really the distinction that I wanted to make today. Is just really what what is the difference? What is the difference, and what does it mean for a person or for an organization? What does it mean to move from just being aware and even being sensitive to actually being informed? and being responsive. And that does typically require a higher level of engagement, a higher level of conversation and training in the long run. And it is an ongoing process. It's an ongoing opportunity, especially as organizations have people come in and out, come in and out. It's, a, it's, a, it's an opportunity to shift culture. It's an opportunity to shift culture and to create psychologically, and emotionally safe spaces for your people to be. When we bring it back down to the to the smaller unit level, to the organizational level, then it's an opportunity at the level of the family unit, at the level of the uh, small community unit, it's an opportunity for um, families to deepen, to deepen and to, see, to deepen safety inside of relationships. So I think that is the, um that's the reason for one to be inside of an individual space or inside of a partnered relationship as a parent. You know, I often talk about trauma-informed parenting. you know, it, when we talk about trauma-informed parenting, one of the things that I I talk about is breaking cycles. How do we break those generational cycles of um, of harmful parenting? So in in every space, there's an opportunity in becoming trauma informed and trauma responsive, but it starts with trauma aware and trauma sensitive. So that's, um, the distinction that I'm making today. And my invitation to you, as I always have an invitation, my invitation to you is to, you know, really start to look at, um, and and maybe study some, you know, what, what, does it look like? What does trauma look like? What? Um, how can you be more trauma aware? How can you be more trauma sensitive? Let's just start there, right? Because again, because it's a journey, we don't. You 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 shouldn't expect yourself to just jump from aware to responsive. So how do you begin to recognize and learn more about? Um, what it means to be trauma aware and trauma sensitive. That's the invitation that I have for you. And if you wanna know a little bit more about that, if you wanna know a little bit more about um, what I'm creating and inside of this world of trauma responsiveness and trauma informed communication, then you can check out the website, www.mindremappingacademy.com. And of course, if you're an organization and you wanna know a little bit more about how I teach this work in organizations and companies and uh, schools and community uh, partnered organizations, um, just reach out to me. If you're on LinkedIn, you can reach out to me directly or Facebook. If otherwise you see the, the um, website right here and you can just go there and schedule a call with me. Okay. So thank you for listening as always and um, share this episode. I think this is an important topic for a distinction for many people. So I invite you to share this talk, share this episode and um, leave a comment to let us know what you think on your favorite podcast platform. I will see you on the next episode. Have a great rest of the day and a great rest of the week. Hey, thanks for listening. Remember, I want you to apply these principles in your life every day, but also I want you to share this podcast with others in your life who you think it could help, a friend, a colleague, or family member. And remember, go hit the subscribe button so you will know when our next episode is released. Finally, I'd really appreciate if you did me a favor and left a review. It really lets others know that this podcast can make a difference in their life as well. See you on the next episode.